Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast, the number one spirituality podcast on iTunes. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm the UK's leading law of attraction expert, award-winning life coach, two times best-selling author, manifestation YouTuber, speaker, and badass spiritual queen. I'm here to help you awaken and turn your dream life into an abundant reality and help you create your positively wealthy life full of happiness, abundance, and joy. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hey gorgeous souls and welcome back to another one of my Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast episodes. I hope you are all having a fabulous Monday so far and life is treating you well. Um, I've just come back from a very relaxing holiday in Zanti and oh my god, most needed thing ever, which has really inspired this week's podcast as well as your amazing questions on my Instagram Sunday Q&A, which I love. So before we dive into all the goodness that we're going to talk about today, just a service announcement or reminder, my little announcement at the beginning of the podcast that I do, because we've got some really cool things coming up and I just want to say hey remember that this is happening because I know what it's like life gets busy we forget things and you may not even seen because of the wonderful algorithms that exist that these things are even happening so first of all do not forget Hurt Healing Healed is coming out on the 11th of October my brand new book to release fears blocks and limiting beliefs to supercharge your manifestation. I totally said that in the whole wrong order, but you get the gist there. So I am so excited for my third manifestation book to be coming out in literally a few weeks. It is so close now. It's available on audiobook, ebook, and paperback format from anywhere that sells books worldwide. And when you pre-order the book before the 11th of October, so before release date, you also get access instantly to my 60 minute how to manifest like a pro webinar completely free as a big big thank you to say thank you for supporting my work and buying the book so all of the information on that is below and on my website under the book tab for the book Um, but I'm so excited and I'm going to be sharing lots more content over the next few weeks on the book so do keep your eyes peeled because we'll have some exciting events online events in-person events coming up um go about today's podcast but second service announcement is don't forget that the spiritual queen circle our second one is happening on the 5th of october at 7 p.m bst so you may have heard me talking about this last month you may have come along to last month's circle but our next our second circle is happening in only a few weeks time not long at all literally like next week by the time you're hearing this So it is a monthly virtual circle and mini workbook to set you up for manifesting success. So if you want to manifest regular abundance, but you're struggling to keep yourself accountable, let me be your accountability buddy. Let me be your accountability coach. I'm going to be giving you the key information, energy reports, information, best manifestation dates, a card pool, a deeply enriching meditation. I give you so much in this hour and the best bit 
it's only £11. Yes, you heard that right. So all the information, everything can be found on the link below. You can reserve your seat now, get yourself booked in. It's a one hour circle. Replay will be available afterwards, of course, and will be sent out. So if you're not able to make it or you miss it, then you can enjoy all the goodness once again afterwards. That's not a problem. But I was so, so happy with how September circle went. We had 111 queens there, which, oh my God, if that's not divine synchronicity, 11 pounds and 111 people signed up. I don't know what is. So I'm so excited to do October Circle. So, so excited. And I can't wait. I can't wait. I've got some amazing things planned. So please do come and join me. I would love to see you there. And I'm so, so glad that you are enjoying these circles just as much as I am creating them for you. So there's all the professional stuff aside. There's all the stuff that I gotta, you know, gotta tell you all about um, because otherwise we'd never know these things existed. So I hope you're going to enjoy both of them. And obviously I'm speaking at MBS, Mind Body Spirit Festival in Birmingham as well on the 29th of October. So that's a Saturday. I'm doing two talks at the event in Birmingham. So for all my lovely Northern followers here in the UK who have said, Emma, come up North, do a talk up North. You guys manifested it. I said, come on, manifest an event. And they did, you all did. So there you go. So if you are more up North and London is a little bit harder to get to then I'm in Birmingham on the 29th of October doing some two kick-ass, badass talks. Um, I'm going to be book signing the new book, obviously. We're doing meet and greet and book signing and loads of other cool stuff as well. So I am so excited to see all of you who are coming along to that as well. Anyway, let's get on to the good stuff, hey? So like I said, I've been away in Zanti for the last week. I got back last night at midnight and literally my workload today has been like, ugh. But I was like, I'm here. I'm here for the podcast. I feel really good about doing the podcast. I have a great question and a great topic that I want to talk about from the Q&A I did while I was abroad. So it all feels great. And to be honest, sitting down, chatting to you guys for half an hour, it's actually really relaxing. So <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, but what being away really taught me, and for anybody who wants to go to Zanti, like, please do. It is amazing. Like, we didn't realise that it had the party island reputation it does until we got there. Um, and everyone was like, yeah, why have you gone to a party island? And I was like what are you on about? We haven't. We've gone to the Instagrammable island. <laughs> um, so please don't let reputations um, deceive you with Zanti or Zakynthos as it's called. It is absolutely breathtaking. I've been to Crete and Santorini before and honestly Zanti is my favourite out of all of them. The Just the stunning scenery and the beauty spots and the beaches. Oh my god. Like it was out of this world. Um, I've been to incredible places around the world. I've been so lucky and privileged to be able to do that in my life. I've been to the Maldives. I've been to many places and Zanti absolutely stole my heart and I'm absolutely going back. And it was the best week where I literally did nothing and it was great. I loved it. Obviously we did like, we went out and explored, um, but it was just great to literally not pick up my phone, not... I mean, I did post to be fair, <laughs> like not work, ignore every single email that came into my inbox. It was fantastic. So why this is relevant will make sense when I explain a little bit about some backstory. But while I did the Q&A abroad, a lovely lady asked, are you happy? And um, if someone's not feeling happy in their life, how can they become happy? And I thought, do you know what? Although Positively Wealthy literally is that book. So first and foremost, read Positively Wealthy because that is the book on if you're not happy and you want to be happy. This is how you become happy in all areas of your life. But I thought it was a great question because we don't often talk about like, are you truly happy? And I think sharing some context to my answer to this lady is not only helpful, but also what I needed to hear so many times over the years, but also how do we actually become happy if we're not happy? And I think happiness looks like different things. Like as I talk about in Positively Wealthy, happiness is what you make it and happiness is how you define it. So how I see happiness could be totally different to how you see happiness. And that's why it's really, really important for us to identify our own version of wealth, identify our own version of happiness and look at the areas that don't feel so good. So right now, if we just look, like zoom out of our own personal situations, if we look at the collective, there's a lot going on. Obviously, like it's so weird. Now I look back over the last few weeks, like as we went 
after my birthday, like into the beginning of September, I was like, whoa, like there is huge change coming. Like, and I honestly thought it was like just personal. Like I felt like, wow, like, oh God, what's gonna happen? Like, why do I feel such huge shift and change coming? And it feels so prominent. And I was like, okay, go with the flow. And then our queen died like a few days later, which was incredibly sad and shook our whole nation and the whole world for that matter. I read a stat yesterday or this morning even, I forget what bloody day it is. I read a stat this morning because I was in Greece yesterday um, that said like 56 billion people watched the queen's funeral yesterday, obviously last week when you're listening to this. And that was something like 63% of the world's population, which is just wild that this, you know, incredible iconic figure has shaken our whole entire lives. And I really felt really like upset, but also like really shaken by the Queen's passing because, and my friend George really amazingly defined it. And he was like, this is gonna change England forever, like the UK, because like the queen has been our constant collective identity for 70 years. Like throughout my whole entire life, throughout my parents' whole entire life, the queen has been in power, like in reign. And now Charles is king and we're having to change our collective identity. So I know that that's a very recent thing that's happened, but it's so strange that I felt this massive change coming and I'm like, I think this is what I was feeling because it makes total sense that our whole collective identity here in the UK is shifting and evolving because for so long we've had this flipping amazing iconic woman, you know, ruling England, ruling the UK, ruling many places in the world and being that positive like, and I know that not everybody's gonna agree with this or is a royalist or thinks that the queen has been helpful and obviously like all of those things are valid absolutely but I think even as a collective when you look at the impact that this lady has had on our lives on our livelihood on everything like it's huge and that's just gone and now we're gonna have to and you know you think how much um I don't want to say pedestaling but like um what's the word? Like, I guess, okay, we'll use pedestaling. That's the only word that's coming to my mind right now. But we've pedestaled this woman for so long as like, we, she is our our identity. We look up to her. She's an icon, all these words that we've used. And now we don't have a place because as we know, (laughs) Charles is not the most liked person um, for various reasons. So I feel like, whoever was going to replace the queen like no one's going to be able to fill those shoes right I mean they're very big amazing wonderful shoes so no one's ever going to be able to fill the role and shoes the queen did over 70 years so even if it was Wills even if it was whoever even a more liked royal for example or whoever like no one's going to be that impact for us as a country or as a nation as you know obviously it's affected so many people across the world so I feel like even something as huge as this has been and this has been huge it's all we've known and spoken about for 12 days now even longer um that is a big shift and a big change and even moving backwards before the death was announced you know obviously this is in the UK like people around the world are going to be listening to this podcast there was a huge change energy in the air and moving into October as well we're in six retrogrades at the moment yay Uh, Mercury is coming out of retrograde on October the 2nd so we can celebrate that when it happens um there's a lot of change and obviously we're in the season of change. I did a podcast episode a few weeks ago about navigating change in this season and that is literally what is happening right now. Like the queen hadn't died when I recorded that episode and it just feels so strange that this huge pillar, this huge identity that we've all had, like I honestly felt like my nan had died. (laughs) I was, I think, more upset like than when my nan's passed. Obviously I cried and obviously it was hard, but I feel like because it's been like on the TVs constantly, we've been forced into mourning, we've had the funeral, the corgis, don't even start me on the corgis. Oh my God, that that is what got me crying, bawling. 
and the Paddington Bear thing as well. Oh my God, I can't, I'm gonna start crying again. So it's, do you know what I mean? Like it's been a very weird time. It's been a very weird energy. And I feel like all of this is absolutely, I think homing in on loss. Like I feel like so many people are thinking about, I don't wanna say thinking about death, but you know what I mean? Like loss and it's being highlighted very potently for us right now. No matter where you are, it's on the news, it's everywhere. So I feel like there's this huge collective loss of this huge pillar of stability that we've had for 70 years. And it's ironic that me and George had this really spiritual conversation about collective identity and, um, how we're going to have to create a new one, etc., and why that's going to be shaking us to the core. And literally on the news constantly, I was hearing people, just everyday people saying, you know, it's been our identity. Um, you know, she's been that stability throughout everything in our lives, no matter what the queen's been there. So it's really interesting that people are absolutely feeling that, even if they're not spiritual, even if they have no idea what an identity or a collective identity is. So to the people out there who are like, obviously I'll answer my own question in a second of whether I'm happy, but um, to the people out there who are like not feeling happy right now, I keep reminding myself and I keep reminding everyone around me and clients, you know, we are in such a huge transformational time. And I keep seeing these TikToks of um, like millennials, obviously my generation and a bit younger, like we're constantly told this is a once in a lifetime history. And we've had like five of those once in a lifetime historic massive things in like a space of a few years. Um, So everyone's a bit done. And you know, obviously that affects all of us at any age, um, not just my generation, but we are surrounded by these huge pivotal changes. And again, you know, it's really interesting. My publisher, when I was writing Hurt Healing Healed was like, Emma, you can't mention COVID like this limbo after COVID. You can't talk about this collective lethargic and unmotivatedness that is there after COVID because by the time your book comes out, it's not gonna be relative. And my intuition was like, it is. It is, and it's gonna still be there. So I was like, but we're not past that. Like everybody's creativity, um, productivity, energy, like I feel like we're going through these motions of like, we have periods where we're like fine. And then it's like, oh no, we're feeling it again. Like it feels very cyclical. And here and now, oh my God, so true still that we really are experiencing pandemic fatigue and, that was what, two years ago now, this all started, nearly three, can you believe? Um, That's the scary part. And we're still experiencing this through every world change that is happening, everything. The war that's come in this year, the queen dying, like everything that has happened since 2020, it's been a freaking lot. We've also got the cost of living crisis. Like at every given point, our stability is being shaken, 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 shaken. And we are being challenged to navigate, 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 evolve, adapt, and don't be too stressed. You know, it's fine. Like we're, we're, we're back to normal. But the truth is, we're always moving forwards. So what I try to explain to people is that we cannot view the world how it was before. We are not in that world. Energy does not work the same. We are not going back to that place. We are merging and forging our way forward to what people call the golden age. And that is gonna take some time and that is gonna take some purging and that's gonna take huge shifts like this. So I feel like this is like the podcast I recorded in 2020 frankly, but we're still here at nearly the end of 2022, experiencing these huge, huge collective things. And we would be naive to think that those things are not going to impact us on a personal level, that it won't impact our energy, that it won't impact our adrenals, our stresses, our mindset, how we're feeling, and our even everyday areas of our life. So, what I did answer to that lady when she said, are you happy? And what would you advise to someone who doesn't feel happy? How do you change that? I said to her, I said, I actually in this moment do feel happy. And that's really great for me to acknowledge and celebrate because it hasn't always felt like that over the last few years. And since that Positively Wealthy journey and the Hurt Healing Heal journey you're gonna read in the new book, it's it's come in waves, waves of amazing, incredible abundance and huge career success and amazing manifestations and love and Luna coming into my life and all these incredible things. 
And then also waves of deep, deep inner healing, which has felt so tough at times, especially when my PTSD diagnosis came up. And it's felt relentless sometimes, that inner work. Not to put you off the new book, by the way, everyone, but this is just my personal experience and my personal history that I've had to unpack. So although it's been the deepest inner work, it's been the most rewarding tenfold. So the abundance and the happiness and the joy that I feel is far, far greater than what I experienced, you know, four years ago, five years ago, six years ago. It's just uncomparable. So for me to sit here and say, actually, I do feel in a really good space right now. And then I said, okay, of course, in my Virgo self, I'm going to pick something out here. (laughs) And I said, if I had to be picky, then it would be work. And I said, you know, we have to realize that when someone says they're happy, like it's important to witness the cyclical nature of that. And I said, you know, if you were to ask me that in a month's time or a month's time ago, like my answer may have been different. And I may have said, actually right now, I'd really love to shift this or I'd really love to shift that. But right here in this moment, I'd really love to shift how work's feeling for me. And I think going on holiday and having that week off, and I had a week off for my birthday as well, but that didn't turn into a week off, that turned into a housework week. Um, So having a full restful week in Zanti was so nourishing for me and so expansive because it gave me time to say like, right, oh, that work still needs pivoting, doesn't it? Um, So I've been pivoting the business and evolving through the business, like always that happens anyway as an entrepreneur, but the shifts have really come thick and fast since last year, like branding, what I'm doing, what I'm focusing on. And it's kind of, I've just got to a point with it where I'm like, okay, it's obviously just gonna keep evolving like this. I'm gonna keep having to pivot and keep having to tune in and keep focusing on that alignment. And it's gonna change quickly. I'm gonna be focusing on different things. And I know growth is coming. I know abundance is coming. And I know it's, you know, I am and will be going everywhere that I wanna go. And I've achieved so much as well. So I'm just gonna let, let it be and let myself vibe into things moment to moment. And um, as I mentioned in the change episode, like September has been a huge, huge change in the business. Not only has it been freaking hectic <laughs> with all the launches coming up um, and navigating lots of exciting projects I'm working on for next year, it's also been a change in the guards as such, if we're keeping it royal. Um, there's been a change in the guards in the terms of how the business operates and the team, etc. And that has not felt so great because it's meant more pressure has come back onto me whilst I find the solution. And that's been tricky to navigate because I've got so used to the freedom. So then I've had to sit back and say, right, this doesn't feel good to me, hence why I passed it on before, (laughs) but now I have no option. I have to take this responsibility until there is another option. So I've remained open and I've obviously set intentions and I fully, fully trust that no matter what, I'm gonna be held and the solution's gonna come. But with that has come pressure and with that has come stress and with that has come this feeling of, oh, And that's the feeling that I wanted to avoid and have been avoiding, not avoiding, but have been um, shifting for so long to get everything feeling good. And like, I feel like I've got things feeling good and I'm like, yes, oh my God, things feel so abundant and things feel so good and it's flowing and it feels great. And then I just feel like the last few months have literally been Great, so now we're in a good place, Emma. We're just gonna pile all this work on you. You're gonna be able to do it because you're a Virgo and it's you, Emma. And you're and it's funny because my friends always say, Emma, if there's one person who can handle all of this, it's you <laughs> because you're gonna do it. And you know, like everything's literally gonna be fine. Um, to me, that's not so reassuring because I'm the one who has to do it all and have sleepless nights, long days, um, things like that. But ultimately, I do have fun what I'm doing. So for me, it's really that, I guess, pivotal moment again where I'm like so many things are happy in my life including the business of course but actually we're always going to have one thing we're working on and I saw this in a Stephen um Stephen Bartlett podcast episode I can't remember who was interviewing it was like a really famous person and the name has literally left my head I follow this bloke's work all the time and he was saying that um 
it was a really recent episode, just to be clear, he was saying that um, there's always balance in life. And when something good's happening, there's always going to be something challenging. And I think the old version of myself would be like, whoa, no, that's bad law of attraction. Like, oh my God, like this man's talking rubbish. That's not true. We can have our cake and eat it. Everything's always going to be good. But my lived and experienced self, (laughs) who's six years down that journey now, has been through a lot. And sometimes I feel like those spiritual memes that are like when you're doing the like when you start doing the inner work versus when you're like deep in it and you look like you're like drugged up and and had a heavy heavy drinking you look a bit rough rough I feel like that sometimes and I feel like um you know with that that you kind of when you have that growth and experience and that awareness you realize and you know this is what I talk about in the new book as well that there's more than one law to the universe energetic laws. So the law of attraction, the law of vibration as it's called is one. Um, There's seven and the law of polarity is such a pivotal law in this book and a law that I feel all of us should absolutely do more research into, learn about. Again, you're going to learn all about it in the new book. Um, And it's something that I have incorporated so much more into my life, which is why I talk about cyclical nature, seasons, ebbing and flowing, masculine, feminine. This is all the laws of polarity, yin and yang, light and dark, all of this. So a lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. now watching that video I'm like oh my god hell yes and I think I think my Virgo self quite likes that I feel like I feel like if everything was flowing and I to be fair I have had moments where I'm like wow you are actually in a space where everything is flowing everything feels good there's no challenges it feels easy and then a couple weeks later something will come up and really freaking annoy me in work or something and I'm like right there's the next challenge, there we go. (laughs) So I feel like it's reminding us that life is always ebbing and flowing and that there always will be balance. So where my personal life, my health, my skin, I was saying as well, like my skin's been really great on holiday and like I felt so much more confident being completely makeup free in photos and in everything I've done. So all the photos that I've posted are completely makeup free. And like to my two, three years ago self, that would have like horrified me because my chronic acne was so bad at that point. So celebrating these amazing things of like, my skin looks freaking awesome, I feel great. Um, I'm really enjoying the food, I'm enjoying myself, I'm not working, like literally in this moment I feel so great in so many areas and for freaking once in the last few years <laughs> I'm not working on any inner work at the moment which is freaking great. So again it will ebb and flow, there will be things that do come up. So for me I'm like actually I'm in a really great space. The only thing that I would say that I would love to improve, not saying it's a negative but I would like to get feeling better is the work side of things with demands and work-life balance. I think the balance is there, it's just there's so much crammed into that balance, you know? So it's actually more the workload and looking at what's bringing me joy and what I need to shift again with that. So for me, that feels good because I'm like, 
remember all the times in your life where you've prayed that your personal life was great and that actually you'd have some challenges and work and be like, come on, give me some new challenges universe. And I've got that. So it, I think the balance aspect is always really good for hindsight of look back and remember the time you prayed for the things you have now or the times that you manifested or wished for the things that you have now because it's so easy for us to forget that and be like, oh, but this is stressing me out when actually it's like, take a step back, you're so blessed right now, like, you have so much love and abundance around you in, maybe you feel like, Emma, that's an absolute lie, but you do, and when we take a step back and acknowledge the things that we do have, that instantly shifts us into a vibration of gratitude, and that instantly shifts us into a place where we're able to acknowledge what actually needs to be worked on and what's actually circumstantial. So we've looked at the collective and the change that is clearly going on right now. And I'm sorry, it's gonna continue to happen. So we have to look at the collective and external first of all, because that all impacts us in ourselves, in our energy and in our mind as well. Like it all impacts us, whether we want to admit it or not. It impacts our daily living, our happiness, everything. So no matter what that lady's question was of her area of her life that doesn't feel great, it's really important to witness, first of all, what's going on externally in the world and what's impacting us there. What's then happening as a season or a cycle? Because this too shall pass. And last night on the plane home, I've had a massive fear of flying for decades. Well, I say decades, I'm only 29, (laughs) for about 10 years, about over 10 years. And I never had a fear as a child, but as soon as I like became 16, 17, 18, that's when it really kicked in. So it's always been really difficult, but I've always pushed through, persevered, done it because I'm like, I love traveling. It sets my soul on fire and oh my God, it's the best thing ever. So I've always pushed through it. And basically, obviously I haven't flown since 2019 because of COVID and all the all that jazz, as we know. Um, so this was my first time abroad since 2019. So it was huge. And obviously since that, I've done huge, huge trauma work, PTSD work, like you name it, everything's been done. And the fear of flying came up so many times around a lot of these childhood wounds I had around stability and all these things which were nothing to do with flying, nothing. So I was like, okay, it's gonna be really interesting to see how I am on the flight. So the flight out was fantastic, like literally zero turbulence, like probably the best flight I've ever had. And I was like, oh my God, I'm cured, I'm fixed, not one bit of worry. Like the takeoff, like it always gets me a little bit like, you know, but a million times better than how I was in 2019 or before. So I was like, wow, like this shows how much the inner work has really transformed this for me and really helped me to feel so much more at ease when flying, like a huge, huge shift that happened there. Flight back, universe is like, right, let's test that theory. So uh, when we flew out, the wind speed was like, cause they have a little telly of all the details on it. I love watching it. Uh, it was like 30 miles per hour. That's why there was no turbulence. Um, wind is taking off 109 and uh, they didn't turn the seatbelt sign off for about 15 minutes, which instantly made me think, hmm, huh, why they not done that? And then I found out why, because there was huge, huge bits of turbulence all over basically until France. So it was like two hours of pretty much a lot of turbulence. And for me, that would have like freaked me out. I would have been like so stressed, like going to the toilet every five minutes, even though I don't want to stand up at all. Um, I honestly, it would have been hell for me. And of course, there were moments where I was like, okay, catch yourself. This is, you know, challenging. This is, you know, pushing your hair, but you got this, you got this, Emma. Um, so obviously I had my essential oils on. I was doing all the things to help ground myself, relax myself and navigate this. And then I was thinking, I was like, huh, isn't turbulence funny? Because of course I've watched the jelly TikTok video and yes, that did help to some degree. It does help. (laughs) I can confirm it does help to think you're in a pot of jelly. If you haven't watched that, please do if you have a fear of flying. (laughs) It will make you laugh, but it does work. It was reassuring. But what I came to realise is turbulence is really funny because it's the one thing that I hate about flying. That is what my fear of flying is, turbulence. And I was like, but it always passes and it's a bit like life. And I just had this analogy in my head and I thought, for God's sake, the universe could have delivered this to me in any other freaking way other than heavy turbulence on a really great holiday. (laughs) And now we're flying back the last leg of the trip and this is where the challenge is. So 
I was like, okay, it is Mercury retrograde and we haven't had any delays. So I feel like this is Mercury, you know, saying hi. And I was like, okay, so turbulence is like life where we set off from a certain point and we go along the journey expecting it to be smooth and we expect it to be a straight A to B. But along the journey, we're gonna have turbulence and that turbulence could be inner work, it could be alignment, it could be a little bit, it could be a big bit. And at the time it feels horrid and it feels scary and uncertain and you feel like, oh my God, is this plane gonna drop out the sky? Am I gonna die? Uh, Am I okay here? And you feel ungrounded you feel shaken, it feels uncertain and it feels scary but it always passes and you always land safely and you always get to your destination of where you want to be and I thought hmm this is great for me, this is such a great reminder of all those moments in your life where you feel uncertain, this too shall pass and it always does and every time the turbulence will pass I was like there you go, it's passed and there could be a little bit more, but you're gonna handle it and you're gonna be okay because you know you're always okay. So a bit of a random analogy there from my turbulent flight last night, but it was huge for me, for someone who has huge panic attacks on flights, that I was totally calm and rationalizing this analogy in my head of like, I'm gonna put this in a book someday, this is great. Keep going source, keep going spirit. (laughs) So it was great for me to have that realization and thought process. So what I'm trying to really share here is I know I haven't really shared many tips on like how to get happy, but really we have to look at that seasonal cyclical nature and realize that nothing is ever gonna be fully, fully 100% like in happiness, in love, happy, everything's amazing, woo, woo, woo. It can be, like I said, but also we're always gonna have something we wanna work on and that's called balance, that's called polarity and that's called life. And it's knowing whether it's like a whole life thing or an area thing. So that's why I said read Positively Wealthy because it helps you to identify in what area of your life doesn't feel positively wealthy, i.e. happy, and where you want to shift that. So the book is the solution. It gives you all the tips and tools and everything you need. But also looking at happiness, we have to look at it as a moment by moment thing of when we are in our summer and we're thriving and we're living our best life and everything feels great, we're in that masculine outer energy. And then we're gonna move into that inner winter feminine energy, as I said in the last podcast, um, where we feel a little bit more like, ooh, ooh, got some things to work on there. Ooh, that doesn't feel too great. Let's look at that alignment. And there's nothing wrong with it. I think the problem is with law of attraction and manifestation, everyone wants to to eliminate everything. And I'm like, you can't eliminate everything. (laughs) The universe spirituality is a little bit more complex than that. And that's why the seven laws of the universe are real and exist. And also why we have to look at spirituality as a whole with manifestation. So the law of polarity reminds us that this too shall pass, good, bad, negative, neutral, we have to look at everything with neutrality of this too shall pass. And how can you view this phase in your life from that neutral phase of this too shall pass? Yes, you need to be a conscious participant in this and make changes. So my best top tip for this is to play the hell yes or hell no game and think about, and obviously I know there will be situations in people's life where they're like, Emma, I can't just quit my job that uh, doesn't feel great. So obviously use your discernment here. I'm, I would never advise that to someone anyway, but you can shift how you're feeling in that current role while manifesting the new role, for example. And I tend to find as well that when people have, like we'll use career as an example, because it's quite common, where people are like, oh, I hate my career, I hate, it's so like stressful, I want a new career, I wanna find my purpose, how do I find that? And I'm like, actually, let's look at what you're covering that up with. Because a lot of the time people will say they're not happy because of an external factor like work, a relationship, um, self-image, like whatever the story is. But when you actually dive deeper, it's not always that. There's actually something underneath that that is some inner work that needs to be done that is projecting out in that area of your life, but it's actually affecting every single area of your life. So you may think, oh yes, it's my career that's stressing me out, but as a whole, I just feel sad or I just feel not great, like life doesn't feel like light and airy and like I said, collective can affect that. Um, 
you will find that there is actually some inner work underneath that that can be projecting out in that situation because that's where the, I don't wanna say weakness is, but it's how a lot of people describe it of like, that's where your weakest point is. So it's gonna project out in that area. Um, so don't, I don't like using that word, but that's the best way to describe it. So if there's room for improvement, it's going to show up in that area of your life. So I think when you're looking at the areas of your life, look at it in more intricate detail than that. Get to the core of it and think about, okay, why, why does that career not feel good? Why does that relationship not feel good? What are the statements or things that my ego, my inner critic, my inner child are telling me about that situation? And write them down and explore what thoughts and themes are coming up with that and what key things are coming up and repeatedly coming up as well because that's really important. So the hell yes or hell no game is, and start off small with this, you can use it in an area of your life where you really want to shift or just use it in every area of your life and build up to those bigger bigger decisions, of course. But if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no. And that was the biggest way I learned to develop my intuition of when I was making decisions in business, in life, in whatever. If it wasn't a hell yes, it's a hell no. And hell no doesn't mean saying no straight away. It can be sit on it, wait a week and see how you feel, definitely. But it's clear if you're not like, I know myself so well now, like if I'm not like, yep, let's do it. I know that there's a reason why. It can be, especially in Mercury retrograde, sometimes to pause and think about it and realign and that great idea is gonna come through, which is even better than what I thought it was. Could be that. But also a lot of the time, it's just it's just not feeling good and that just doesn't feel good to my soul to do. So like I said, you have to use your discernment with this. Like um, obviously there are some things in life you do still need to continue to do for like job security, house security, all those things. But it's shifting it so that you can make those smaller decisions feel better, which do always amplify out into the bigger decisions. So ask yourself, does this feel like a hell yes or a hell no? Should you stay in that job? Should you write that blog post? Should you launch that thing? Should you buy that product this week? You can use it for absolutely anything in your life, but trust yourself. You are your best guru. You have all the answers within you. But when we're looking at getting happy, it's about boundaries and looking at whether you're implementing loving boundaries with yourself and others and respecting yourself. It can come down to self-worth as well. Not always, but I do see it with that. And it's also looking at that area. What is the one area of your life that doesn't feel great right now? And I don't want you to just aim for 100% perfection in your life because perfection does not exist because balance and polarity are always there. But it's about saying, okay, in this season right now, I do need to focus on work or career. And this is what my energy is feeling called towards to shift and navigate and improve something and get feeling better. And that's a blessing in itself. It's a blessing because this too shall pass. And then you're gonna look back and think, oh my God, thank God I made that shift. Thank God I did all of that because then I had that amazing epiphany and that amazing shift or that amazing download, which made this whole thing so much better. And I wouldn't have had any of that if I hadn't gone through that phase of uncomfortableness, if I hadn't gone through that phase of turbulence and I hadn't gone through that phase of questioning and thinking, why am I not happy in that area? So remove the aspect of perfection and remove the perfectionism because when you do, you're gonna be able to view it from such a more open-hearted space and you're gonna be able to review it from such a better aligned place where you can be like, okay, if I know this is what the universe is wanting me to work on now because there always will be something, then that's not a worrying thing because this too shall pass. And that actually I'm gonna enjoy this season and enjoy the blessings and enjoy the amazing things that are feeling good right now and appreciate all of that and let this be what it needs to be. Let this phase be what it needs to be. Obviously, if there are multiple areas of your life that you feel sad or unhappy in, then that's why Positively Wealthy and Hurt Healing Healed are your books. They are gonna help you solve all of that because that means there is something at the core, like I said, that is impacting, which is probably good, obviously if it's multiple areas, it's obviously gonna be a core limiting belief, fear, trauma, etc., wound, which needs to be worked on. So that, it may not be that your external circumstances are wrong or misaligned or whatever, 
It's actually the inner works within you and always that's true. But our inner world reflects our outer world. So if you're not feeling great within your life as a whole, a couple of areas, one area, it starts within you. Like I said, do that journaling, explore the statements and feelings coming up around that area because it starts with you. And when you shift that and you do that inner work and you get yourself feeling in alignment, the external factors shift. And to give you an example of that, because obviously in my head, I'm like, okay, that's great on paper, Emma, but in my business, for example, I do have to make decisions of what I'm not gonna do and what I am gonna do, which is why I'll use the hell yes, the hell no and intuition. But that doesn't always work because I have to physically make decisions to get that feeling good. And that's that alignment of having that self-worth within me to know that actually this isn't feeling good and I shouldn't keep taking on this amount of work. And I do need to start saying no more because that's a boundary. And I don't need to worry that I'm gonna miss out on anything or anything like that because always the perfect opportunities come at the right time and I'm able to do them and with ease. So for me, that's the internal work there is the self-worth and boundaries. And actually that that work-life balance of I love myself enough to do that. So that's the inner that then reflects the outer with a physical action of then I do need to physically implement that. So there could be, and probably will be, physical action that then needs to happen based upon your hell yes or hell no's or your inner work. But don't worry about that yet. If it's not clear and it's not obvious, then you need to allow this inner work to play out first and then you'll see those results in the physical and those bigger or decisions that, physical decisions that need to be made will feel like, oh my God, hell yes, get rid of that or hell no, I wanna do that or hell yes, this feels in alignment or hell no, I do not wanna do that at all. So get yourself feeling good first. And the way you do that, as I said, is identifying what area or areas of your life that don't feel good right now. Do you a hell yes or hell no? Remember, this too shall pass and you're in seasons and cycles. And finally, there's a lot of collective stuff going on. So again, don't just think like this is just a me thing and like this unhappiness right now is just me and I'm... We have all changed so much since 2020. I can't even begin to tell you how many times I've ebbed and flowed into periods of inner work, outer happiness, feeling great, not feeling great. Is We are messy, cyclical humans. This is our human experience. And we are gonna feel this with everything else going on in life right now. We just are, that's a fact. And that's not a negative. Because like I said, in manifestation, people want to eliminate everything. They wanna eliminate all shadow, all bad stuff, all negative. So we just have fully love and light, light work and that's it but polarity and balance exist and they're not a negative. They're just not. They are just neutrality. Positive stuff is neutral. Negative stuff is neutral. And it's literally just meeting in the middle outside of all this right and wrong and being like, okay, how can I just meet this in the middle and be okay and have acceptance and know that this is gonna happen in life and it's not a negative. We don't need to eliminate or eradicate anything. It's just navigating each season as it's meant to. It's allowing it to be what it needs to be and connecting back to nature and connecting back to ourselves and our bodies and the seasons and realizing like this too shall pass. And I feel like I should like tattoo that on myself. I I would love to know how many times I've said that in the last podcast episode and this one, but I really wanna drive that home to you of it's not gonna last forever. So embrace everything, the highs, the lows, everything. Allow it to be what it needs to be. Allow it to teach you what it needs to teach you and allow it to bless you in the ways it's gonna bless you as well. Um, And I think it's really interesting when we ask people, especially like public figures and authors and like manifestation experts, positivity experts, all all the jazz, all the people in the spiritual sphere, like, are you happy? I know a lot of people would say, yeah, great, everything's wonderful. And then you you kind of think, and I think as well, I'm like, hmm, is that true? <laughs> um, and that's why I was so transparent on my answer with, yeah, and this is why I do feel in a really good place because actually that maybe hasn't always felt in a great place before. But we need to remember that everybody's different and we're not striving for perfection and we're not striving for full, complete happiness. 
We're striving for alignment, we're striving for peace and we're striving for unconditional love. And all of these things exist outside of perfection and all of those things exist, joy, everything in a cyclical nature where we will go through these different phases and that's okay that is okay. And hopefully my turbulence um, analogy has <laughs> helped with this as well. <laughs> I'm going to remember that one now. It's going to be in the next book, guys. We'll hold that vision. But I really hope this podcast has served you and I really hope that you've taken away some great parts because I've spoken about happiness before and obviously it's all in the book, Positively Wealthy. So I really wanted to give a different perspective today and actually talk about why we're feeling this probably more now than ever and also why it's it's not just as simple as like, just become happy. Yeah, just become happy and all your worries are fine. Like nothing's ever gonna happen again. Like we just don't live in that world. And it's important to remember that comparison can really happen during these times. And if I'd gone on Instagram and be like, yeah, everything's amazing. I'm so grateful. I'm so blessed. Everything's amazing. Like that's just not showing real life. That's just not showing the full trajectory. I can never say that word (laughs) of human life and the ups, the downs, the polarity, the real lifeness. And I'm not here for that. I'm not here to Instagram filter anything. So Um, I think it's really important that we remember that whenever we ask someone, are they happy? It comes with, I guess that warning of like, yes, someone can honestly be happy and answer that. But again, like let's learn about why maybe they haven't felt happy about that certain situation before. And also what do they feel like they are focusing their attention to at the moment? They may not feel they need to fix something. It may not be as obvious as that. Um, But again, I'm a Virgo (laughs) and I'm always gonna pick something. (laughs) It's myself, I'm always gonna pick something to work on. Uh, But again, it's not a heavy thing. It's not like a big upheaval. It's literally like, hey, I'd love to get this feeling lighter again. I'd love to get this feeling a little bit more shifted. It's no biggie. And that's why I'm very grateful to be in a space where I do feel in this space because it's teaching me things that I need right now. I'm excited of the direction this is gonna go in. Um, And I'm trusting, trusting that process just like I did last night on that plane because that was all I could do, trust the process. (laughs) And this too shall pass was my freaking mantra during that two hour turbulence, trust me. But anyway, I'm gonna stop banging on. But um, I hope that you have really enjoyed this podcast. Please do let me know over on Instagram on my Law of Attraction Facebook support group, what you thought, what your biggest takeaway was. And if you've got any tips on how you've obviously helped yourself feel happier, everything I've mentioned is in the description below as well, the books and obviously the circle. Um, So please do make sure to go and check that out. But I really hope this has helped you and I hope it's gonna help you to feel lots of happiness, abundance and joy in your life. So thank you so much guys for listening. I appreciate all your views and likes. Don't forget to subscribe if you're new here because we'd love, love to see you again soon. Don't forget you can join my free Law of Attraction support group over on Facebook where you can join myself and other like-minded souls where we talk all things Law of Attraction and spirituality. I hope you have a fantastic week, whatever you're up to, and I will see you all in my next podcast episode, which will be next week. Lots of love. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.